relatives. We are back. And so are you. No question of who this is. This is your girl, Way You On Y'all Win, aka Indy 4 1. And we got we got a great guest tonight. And an interesting topic. But you know how we do it. We invite that spirit of truth in before we speak to anyone about anything or just in general. So stay tuned, relatives. And let's get it. This is Inner Tribal Radio. And this is your girl, Way You Aniha Win, aka Indy41, your favorite auntie. And this is Big Uncle Energy. That big, big energy.
got the, I think we had it right at first, and then we just went a little too fast. Does but it I, go? It, it's like, because you got to think about the pants. It is quick, huh? That is a quick one. It's a quick one, but not too quick, because you got to think of them doing the dance out there. You know what I mean? It's, it's the, how, so how fast you want to keep would be, you know what I mean? You can't, we can't go too fast, because then we're going to be dead if we do four pushes. But that would kind of be a fun one. We can even try to do like a, like a, a trick song on that one. You can uh, turn that one to a trick. Oh, yeah. I don't even know how to do that, though. I got to really just practice drumming. What it do, relative? Uh, who? <laughs> Introduce yourself to relatives. Suit law, Sakoni gay. Um, this is Gray Fox. Your friendly neighborhood doc. I'm from Body Talk, and just chilling around tonight, thinking about medicine. Thinking about what? Thinking about medicine. Oh, yeah. Definitely. Taking a little well, break. Yeah. Well, um, this is none other than your girl, Way You On It How Win, a.k.a. Indy 4-1. And I'm speaking to you from the lands of the Lakota, the Umaha the Ponca, the Winnebago, the Fox and Sox, and the Cheyenne. And at this moment, bro, Mm -hmm. I'm requesting your energy. And all I want to do is be reflective. (laughs) See. You know, leave that Mm. expectation um, behind yeah and just show gratitude you know oh yeah so tell us what it do in your neck of the woods where you're at let relatives know and give land recognition sure, if you would. sure. no um here from uh the coast to the other side of uh, Mount Shasta is all Kotiki Connect land. This is all uh, Shasta lands. So I'm coming to you from the land of the nine tribes of Oregon uh, around Lakgawa. Uh, Yeah, we're doing a lot here to recognize um, the people. And I think there can always be more uh, with the schools uh, that focus on our people here, the people here. Like our pe- the people here have their own, you know, land and sky and their own ways, their own things, you know. 
uh, that they do. And so, yeah, just um, I've been thinking a lot about how education can be medicine. It can be like a medicine for people, especially because of the disenfranchisement of, of uh, Native people into tribes. And, um, yeah, just like it sometimes just feels like it's not getting any, like it's not getting any better. Like there's certain like up, upward momentum, mm-hmm. but it's like a up, it's like an uphill battle. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of hard to see into it. And um, if you don't mind, when, when you say education, are you talking indigenous? Are we talking about Western? Are we talking mm-hmm. a combination? I mean, because yep. I personally, you know, yep. you know, I am the heart of a warrior woman, a warrior mm-hmm. win, mm-hmm. Are, you know, and so, you know, I am always on, um, you know, um, rules of war you know i'm always about legacy yeah yeah homeland security um future protecting the children protecting you know my oil yeah um and so you know when it comes to education you know i I was the first college graduate in my family and mm. mm-hmm. um, same. I came from a GED background, um, went on and earned five associates, you oh, know, wow. I didn't and, know and, um, first college graduate so if you think about that and how many generations it took to get to this point I don't view it the way I used to how I used to view it is that in an oppressive manner I felt like we weren't um we were oppressed, we were poor, we didn't have access, we couldn't achieve it, you know? And my thinking now is mm, nothing, nothing like what I thought because going through the years it took to obtain those, Um, and it was a lot of hard work, you know, um, when I started, I started with a double major, you know, Mm -hmm. and at graduation, I actually earned three, my first graduation and they had never, that had never happened, (laughs) you know, at Mm -hmm. the community college I went to, you know, and, um, or in my family, um, very few in my community. And I can say even fewer within my tribe. And um, 
after going through that and learning the business that really took place. Yep. Yep. And understanding that um, some of that education actually comes from actually doing, you know, at no matter how you look at it, even after you go through it, whatever, you know, the society we live in is one that is not what you know. It falls more along the lines of who you know. Sure. Sure. And so I... Or who you are. Or who you are. Exactly. You know, like I think about... I don't want to cut you off. Was there more to that? Well, yeah. Or the complexion. Mm, yep. Yep. You know, Pretty. whether it's for education, Look, or, looking like or protection. Mm-hmm. Those are the people yeah. that they that they help. And then the rest of the people, they get like pushed through. Yeah. Like like uh, no one left behind, like in school. Yeah. No, no child left behind, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know, and, and you got educators only teaching your children test questions the answers to test questions. Right. You know, and so my view when I started out to where I am now, and I mean, I, you know, I got an $84,000 debt. Yep. After 25 years. Time to refinance. Someday. Oh, 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 I did. (laughs) Did you? You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. But, you know, at 25 years, according to their ways, with no, you know, I, I'm not in no forbearance. You know, there's no, my minor active and good. According to them, twenty after 25 years, it should some of that debt should have just yep. been wiped off. But I've yet to see that. It's time know? for a cup of coffee. So this is heavy. You know, this is getting heavy. Um, <laughs> you know, so my view is totally different, and you know, you know, going further or, you know, to finish my thought is, or, yeah. or, or my experience is, um, it was every single skill that I went after were life skills, you know? Yeah. Um, and, and, and those being life, you know, I chose careers that you would always need. Yeah. You know, someone's always going to need a haircut. Someone's always going to need a nurse. Somebody's always going to have to need, you know, teachers, their teeth, teacher, you know, all of that and business, you know, and, um, or trades. However, you know, again, because you you know, even how it is, even with the trades, Uh, trade school, journeyman, any of those, you know, if you were to go in a formal education approach yep. versus an on-the-job, you know, skill, you know what I'm saying? It's it. You, the same skills could have be obtained either by money by purchasing them, you know, or by doing their, it their their schools, yep. shit, or um, or it, it, it's a skill that a hands-on skill that you pick up and pass on, you know? Right. But then there's like so, specializations, you know? 
Yeah, and so and that's where the trade school that, comes that, in. That's my question: mm-hmm. is what do you mean by education? Because yeah. I think, personally, sure. after all that I've gone through, that we need to be skilled in both indigenous and cultural, and you know, you know, the the thing is, you're right, and it's and really, I think the the answer is is like bringing more the tribes into uh more of a prioritized you know standard when they're going when they're like you know seeking recruitment into these programs like getting those people into the programs letting them direct the programs because there's so many people who are like absolutely criminals that come into that like come out of uh, their own way and they either do or don't get help. And then they make it into some like high position. And then they're like taking on all these different positions to, to teach all these different aspects, like a takeover, you know? Right. And if it's the the right people, but if they have the wrong uh, focus and their focus is on numbers and their focus is on satisfying the school and not or satisfying the, um, parameters right that they're given and not challenging like uh safely taking safe risks to challenge that authority and the status quo then nothing ever happens and the whole you know and then it becomes especially, like the, yeah, the especially indigenous in education indoctrinated curriculum the, mm-hmm, exactly in the indoctrinated curriculum it becomes like indigenous people become uh become uh, yet, yet again in, infantilized well, and, and the flip side of it is, um, okay, that influence in their higher education settings, uh-huh. but also establishing our higher education, you know, because we're not, we are not the poor native anymore we, i mean come on bro you know you you got some of them per capita tribes out there sure now i don't come from that you know i i i have a pickup from the poorest in the world we won't just say nation but the poorest in the world you know sure. but that that's only by a western definition you know, that we're the poorest tribe, you know, um, or county or reservation. Um, Right. So. County, tribe, reservation. I I, I feel that we are one of the richest. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And it's like, these are all the labels of Mm -hmm. the West. Did you hear that? The the recording was like... I heard that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I'm gonna say it again. These are all just these are all the labels, the the labeling. It's like once they have indigenous people in that space, then the the names in that space, the the language of that space, because like we were saying, it's like you can't take a people, you couldn't take me or Cherokee and um, put me in uh, you know, somebody else's somebody else's thing it's wouldn't be it wouldn't be right it wouldn't be proper everybody has their own thing that they do 
Right. You know. And we have, and we all have our own way of teaching ours. Sure, sure. And I'm just, I'm just, I'm just saying, um, with this, this language, my kids call it the anguish language. Oh. When they were little, I say, "What language are you speak in?" And they said, "Anguish language." And I said, "That's true." You know, it is. A, it's anguished. Right. And I'm only saying what it, they're saying because it's like, how can we understand each other? I, I was at work and they're like, I sent somebody a text in in a, another language. And because I, I think it's I think it's fun if somebody says, oh, yeah, I speak this language because, you know, you got um, Google Translate. You can just you can talk to anybody pretty much without too much confusion or uh lapse in um, interpretation but look at where's all the uh, um, I don't trust it I don't trust the translation and I don't see him to to send the translation you know uh, you know I've had experiences yep. Yep. So. well there's definitely there's definitely it, it can it can bring up issues in uh, you know in the space because they're like I'm at work and they're like you know we've all agreed to speak in lang- the English language so please no more text in other languages it's like whoa and I like I have I haven't worked for anybody else for a long time, you know. So, yeah, me working now, helping people get off the streets and in and uh, out of out of out of drugs and alcohol and mental health, you know. And um, it's intense. It's intense because, like I always like to say, I'm only one step away from being uh, from being a resident. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm like all of us. We're only one step away, you know, either direction. Hey, there's better and wording. And it's, it, it's better wording than uh, I, I, I put it sometimes. I, I say, well, you know, when it comes to yeah. um, existence, you know, um, or um, um no longer existing you know uh for some you know uh colonizers i i i refer to it as being one fuck away (laughs) you know i know i know Uh i've i've Uh i've read i've i you know it, it for me um it's still a struggle Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, um, just because I recognize and um, know that sobriety or non-sobriety isn't just what they refer to as substances. Right. Because we have, you know, ad- any addiction. You know, they, they, they try to say that there are some good addictions. I don't know any addiction, whether it's good or bad or whatever, that is good yeah. for you. Yeah, I think that addiction and necessity, it's like you could say like because you eat every day at the same time. Because you wake up every day and get a cup of coffee at the same time. Right. You could say, I'm addicted to breathing air. You could say, um, you know, I'm right. addicted to loving right. my family. Or a but clean that, that's house, just, you know. I would say and, that's more and, of like a... An attachment. I would say there's right. good attachments. Or, or right? ritual. Sure, sure. You sure. know, and so 
all I'm trying to communicate with relatives is, you know, addiction doesn't always have to refer to a substance or yep. substance yep. because it can also be an addiction for being told who to be or yes. how to yep. think or Drama what addictions. to say. Yep. You know, yep. you can have that addiction for being fucking mistreated or, 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 or spoken down to or abused or yeah, negative you, attention. Yes. You mm-hmm. know, um, especially, you know, like if we want, really want to, you know, go there, you know, um, what I'm is that, right. that syndrome, uh, with, with your abuser, uh, um, Stockholm. Oh. Stockholm syndrome. Yep. Yeah. Yep. You know, that's an addiction, you know? Yep. And so whether it's for food, whether it's for alcohol or, you know, or some of our illicit drugs, you know, um, or sex or, yep. you know, food. there is an addiction <laughs> to um bad foods foods gambling shopping yep fire setting fires not starting fire you get what i'm saying there's what about worry you know that would be i think now we could also um yeah talk about you know um you know how or you know so say alcohol or, or, or whatever, you know, how the spirit attachment came, you know, with mm. that wording, you know, because um, some relatives in that point of, I'd say, you know, when you bottom out or you are at the low of your lows or, or, you know, just the heart of addiction how some of them you know when they're trying to minimize or justify um because it it isn't accountable it ain't accountability accountability ain't 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 gonna have you making excuses yeah you know but when you're trying to put up a fight or 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 defend why you use you yeah. know um alcohol or any substance that you take or any any anything that is in abundance without yeah. moderation or just period with you know you consumed you know i mean we've got people who have you know uh, spray paint okay yeah um things we shouldn't be doing you know um yeah against our humanity well you know we and we do have to um have accountability for the relatives that um continue the lies yeah you know because in some households that's the norm you yep. know, and I think that uh, 
I think that that really plays in back back into like education, like proper yeah, good proper sure. education, good helpful useful, um, attainable examples. culturally culturally appropriate culturally sensitive education. It's like that's what I think that's what you really. It you know, is, but it's it's about it's 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 about having that knowledge. Period. That education, mm-hmm. having it, mm-hmm. and to be able to exemplify it yep. teach it be able to have both sides presented yes and yep. you know i used to have a problem when i would you know say you know someone's story and then all of a sudden you know and and it may seem all of a sudden i shouldn't be really but next thing you see them in these positions where they are educating or they're you know they're they step their game up okay and um I used to you know at one point you know when I thought I was sober right (laughs) I'd be like you know I I had a problem with you know when I would or basically I'm I'm talking more spiritual positions okay so next thing you know you know Somebody you know who is doing something is now, you know, preaching to the choir. And yeah. I would, you know, and then, you know, until I had my own experience with Creator because I had to take that into accountability for one, for believing the fucking lies I was told or shown, right? And I had to um, then be accountable for repeating the lies or the examples, you know, that I couldn't look outside. You know, I was so closed off, you know, in my belief system, thinking that this is how it is and was and how it goes and how it's supposed to be. Yeah. That yeah. This is the we were just, norm. we were just talking about this, like um, a friend, my friend of mine about how people are not robots. I use the word productivity in like being able to work with people. And they said, we're not people. Human beings aren't robots. Yeah. You know, but we certainly can get into like some gnarly patterns. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Yes. And um, I think that, but once you're out, once you're like out of your mind, then it's like easy to go down that path because you got nothing left except for that thing. Right. And it's like all the, all your motivation, all one's motivation goes to that, that substance, you know, that product I'll say, we'll say product rather than naming stuff, you know, because I don't have, I'm not carrying any judgment. I mean, I've been through it all. I mean, I spent six years on the streets just traveling with nothing. So I could see what it was like, you know, to walk, to walk amongst the uh, the people, because I used to always think about it when I was a kid. I would hear people talking down about homeless people, you know. Yeah, I have a question too. I want to ask you when you tell me about it. Tell me about it. Okay. Uh, Well, I was going to ask you. Okay, so going through that, you know, because I've gone through homelessness myself, but more on a as a child, you know. And so for the longest, I could not get over the daily thought of where I'm going to shower, 
where I'm yeah. going to eat, where I'm going to seek shelter. Sure. When it, do you, did you ever? Did you did go? You, did you stay that in one ritual place? kind of like thing? Even and if you did, yeah. Did you did you see yourself? You know, with that because I even though I I, I I've been in my home for you know seventeen years now. And my home before that was 10. And, you know, my children are 31, 30, and 29, 22, and 12. So that uncertainty, because I was a young mom, you know, um, I went from homelessness to foster care to getting married to get out of foster care at sure. a very young, I, I got married at 15 oh, wow. you know and um i, I still that. carried that you know some of that with me you okay. know and yeah once I, I i i found that home that you know mm-hmm. because it's mm-hmm. more than just getting a crib it's more than just getting a place Yep. It is you taking ownership of the responsibility you have as a parent, whether you're a single or a couple, and making yep. it that sanctuary. So yep. once I landed and was, this is what I'm going to do, and this is how I'm going to do it, because I, 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 I always started off with, where am I? Where do I want to go and how am I going to get there? And that is that personality type that I have. I am one of those that needs to know where are we going? Where, you know, you want to do what? Okay. So how are we, we're getting there? How? Who's driving? Me or you? Oh, you are not a Scorpio, are you? No, I'm an Aries. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah, same planet. It was they were ruled by the same planet in the beginning. It was only four planets that ruled all twelve. Yeah, Eric, and there was yeah. thirteen signs then. So yeah, let's talk still about is that thirteen signs. Where's that other month? The so other what? month is uh is like it's actually uh in between November December, and uh, it's no, this, I'm it's, asking where is it in our calendar today? Well, they they buried it. Because, and what year is it really? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, because we are much. Um, <laughs> yes, I think it's twenty three degrees. It's like twenty three days. Uh, yeah, in the past, like time has lagged, and so we never made up for that time in the West. So whatever you, whatever what I have researched shows that whatever whatever astrological symbol you you show up as, whatever yeah. all all of your astrological makeup. Uh, it's all 23 degrees off. That's why I under I understand. So that's 23. And, and that's we're, 23 days, right? And we're and north is actually south, and south is actually north. I mean, if we're just like if we have gravity because we're just falling through the universe, like the whole our universe, our our solar system, and everything is just kind of falling through the universe. See, I don't think right? that. I, I don't think know. We, I think we we're done ascending. I think we uh-huh. bottomed out, or you know, descending, and I think we are ascending. You uh-huh. know. Uh-huh. Yeah. See, I like that. 
I like that thought. Just like we fell, but we didn't fall. It's, I can we feel this that suspension, this. you know. Like you can, like it's like you know what I'm talking about about like that suspension that you get from harnessing to an idea, or you could harness to the nature around you. So when you go back to the city, you know, you kind of like yeah. have that cord, yeah, that umbilicus, because yeah. that that the language is the foundation of any of any house the sound it's the foundation the language because it's what um it's what you can build on you can build everything else from that because the language is because languages are very like place specific so if you like we have i was saying earlier like with education like the education that we face is this western education that is kind of like everything else along with religious and political um contestation it's all say that again this religious religious and political contestation that part that part mm -hmm. contestation contestation yes yep yep elaborate on that it's like you have to know not only do you have to know the laws as a citizen you know as a person in in a setting you have to also be able to tell them what they're doing wrong so that they will they so that they can stop it's all that's how it is like smoke and mirrors that's why you and know, sovereignty like, how about yeah. that well sovereignty you, you have to claim yourself sovereignty right to them. And, and but you also got to walk and talk that sovereignty i mean you got to claim is being you gotta, able to to yeah. um Mm-hmm. regurgitate that's how I'm going to put it their shit back to them because mm-hmm. yep. we've got a lot that just do this profiling and yep. they yep. Um, it's part of what keeps their private correctional system flowing and overflowing yep. over uh, populated you know Yep, and they're taking. Uh, they they work to take the men from their families, and um, they 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 work to put women in a, a position of power over the over the man. It's called the there's there's a thing called silver bullet divorce. You heard of that? Yeah. yeah. It's like nothing is really ever nothing's really wrong. Nothing has been wrong in the relationship. Yet one day, like they're talking the the uh, wife will be talking to their attorney to their friends to their attorney and then all of a sudden the next day there's like a police call and the and the man is portrayed as the victimizer and then then that the the um woman goes against with the da with the police with the judges the lawyers women's advocates they also perpetuate this uh like the um, feminine the fem no, I know, I know the, what it the is. The out of power, the out of power ones, are because there, there's a lot of people who are unhealed with their own projections, yes. and who are triggered by, who are triggered by the realities of other people. So they just can't help but be on autopilot and ruin so many people's lives and children's lives. And right, but bro, and if you're, and if you're, if you're different, back because I, I need you to. Uh, yeah. Yep. Uh, you know, be accountable for both sides because yep. no, not to we say we don't men, have that. Not to say that men can't do it. Uh, we the don't same have thing. that in Indian country. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
we don't have that. You know that. Yep. You know, uh, our women had to take that lead. You know, yep. because we were going husband and fatherless. Yep. You know, and then in that process, these fucking GMOs and bullshit, you yep. know, in the fucking water, feminized, you know, not only did us taking that masculine role, right? Because now I, 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 I'm the, you know, second wounded me. Yep. And the aunties and the mamas, that, look, that, yep. the, believe that. They, they ruled with an iron fist. Yep, I'm sure they did. And it broke some of our men. Mm-hmm. It broke some of them, but it broke some of our boys. And those boys never became men. And that's yeah. white supremacy. I, I, can only, I, I can only like relate that to the, to the fear that this, this system instills in people. And it's like palpable because people may just be afraid palpable. on their own. Say you know again. what I mean? Palpable. It is. It is. It's palpable. palpable. Like, like you can touch it. You know what I mean? Like you can, it, it's verifiable. You can touch the, the, um, the amount of like trauma, yeah. you know, because of things like, of, of like how it, like we, when ICWA was trying to get started because of things like, uh, the boarding school legacy because of uh, intergenerational, uh, trauma and, and lateral violence on top of, uh, on top of violence from the system. I mean, the worst place to be caught is between the system and the street, you know? Mm-hmm. So I mean that's what it feels like to me. It still it is. It's like. still a continuation. And mm-hmm. how do you how do you how do you how do you communicate? How, how do you just you know how do you approach it? How do you you know, um, bro? I'm just I I can't be more honest. You know, uh, yeah. yep. right now, other than to say that. It's definitely one that has to be an individual approach. And I'm going to be very choosy with my words right now because I don't want to discourage. I want to encourage as many relatives because that's what it boils down to. It isn't what the fuck they call you. It's what you answer to. Yep. Yep. And every single one of us that are breathing, are living and Ancestors. Some of us acting accordingly, some of us not. That's not here or there. But what I do know hmm. is that that living ancestor acting accordingly, they're acting accordingly everywhere they go. And if the others aren't acting accordingly, they're going to make sure everyone is acting accordingly because they're going to come into these situations with a presence yeah. that corrects and redirects because we don't sit and be quiet you know that silence is something um, they've tried to indoctrinate in us yeah, you know I was thinking about that I was thinking about that because it's almost like you're safe if you're if you're quiet yeah. You right. Know. Don't 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 rock the boat. Don't stir the pot. 
Yep. You know, and, 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 um, I've been, after I got my voice back, you know, um, well, you know, um, mm-hmm. you know, I felt about that whistling, you know, um, but you know, we're on a different level. We that hollow bone, you know? So, um, that medicine's a little different, just like the Hayoka, you know, that we carry. And, you know, if you didn't know relatives, this is big uncle energy, that big, big energy. And this is way you Aniha win, AKA your girl Indy for one. But I am sitting here with Doc J Gray Fox. Such a humble being, you know. He'll he'll let you. He, he he refers to himself as the neighborhood doctor, <laughs> you know. But you know, he's got that ancient medicine, and um, you know, it's more than just the neighborhood, you know. Um, but bringing it back to what I was saying is, um, it is um. You know your place and any place that those of us that, you know, are taking accountability for their healing, you know, their, their process, their path, you know, all its ups and downs, its curves, it's, um, you know, quota sacks, it's, um, what are them goddamn turns that, that go in a circle? What is that? What is that called? Roundabout, the roundabout, the fork in the road, the dead end, you know? Yep. We talked about the white road, right? Yep. We, yep. The red, yep. the black, and it's what, I mean, because there's no straight line no yep. matter if your road is white red black you know blue green blue yeah uh, green exactly um if it is rainbow colored <laughs> purple orange like my favorite Gatorade <laughs> whatever <laughs> it is you know yep. um there it's not it's not there's not a, a, a direct path it's very windy it is sometimes muddy sometimes it is um closed the road is closed you know um sometimes um it is a dead end um but whatever path or whatever you know whatever you're on be on it you know um but I think if if somebody okay, Doc, you can ask me <laughs> what is the approach, right? Yeah, tell how me. Do you, how do we? How do? How do you? How how do we conquer? How do we do? Whatever. I I think. Um, yeah. What is the approach? Well, how, how for one, for one, back into that education is you have to. You got to give it up. You have to say, 
to yourself at some point that I know not a fucking thing. Yep. yep. I don't know shit about shit. Don't ask me shit. Yep. yep. Like real shit. Like, I don't know nothing. Yep. I don't have the answers. And I think I know some things sometimes. Sure. I know other people who got those titles as expert, as preacher, father, um, medicine, uh, whatever, shaman, journey, homeless, whatever. Okay. No matter what the fuck they called you, again, it is not what they call you. It's what you answer to. It's what you respond to. It's what you reflect. So at some point, you know, before, you know, I can honestly say, here is the solution. All I can honestly say is I know nothing. I don't, I I know, I am, I am numb in the brain. I am, um, I'm a blank, I have a blank, you know, I I don't know anything. I don't know anything. And to place myself is, or in a studious, attentive, you know, being. You know, yep. receptive, reflective, you know, but just, I, 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 I don't know anything. And if I thought I knew something, I, you don't know nothing. <laughs> you mm-hmm. know what I mean? Yep. And that fight right there, it, it has kept me from, uh, you know, going after some knowledge, you know, or. Um, improving my knowledge because I think I know it when I don't know. Yeah. Yep. Yep. And then shutting the fuck up. Yep. Yep. To learn something. I think those are major um um, roadblocks or whatever, uh, obstacles, um, whatever, however, whatever, yeah, um, yep. that prevent us from actually learning the truth. Because to say you don't know nothing, yeah, especially when maybe you were brought up as maybe the smartest or the one that people look up to or the one that people go to or are drawn to because even those people they don't know yep they still need help they still have problems issues just like everybody else yeah and so that is a part of that um um release me or that you know like a tire you know a a field tire and then you deflate it and then you (laughs) fill it up Mm -hmm. i think we have to deflate 
decolonize. Um, yep. De you know, indoctrinate, de educate, de yep. whatever, Absolutely. you know. We have to get to that point and stay there. There, there there's no point in this dimension right in this existence that we should have any expert uh, how, how do you become an expert on life or the lessons of life right teach me how to be a human, human being right? to live and die because that's really what you're saying yeah because i feel that if you aren't learning something new Every day, you ain't doing nothing but adding another nail to that coffin, or however you, uh, you know, get rid of your dead. Right, eaten by wolves is always a honorable death. My uh, okay. my new stage name. Say what? My new my new stage name, eaten by wolves. Eaten by wolves, I love it. That's a good old Chaliki name. <laughs> I love it. We we've had, you know, a lot of um you know, good things going on um lately within Indian country. Do you have um you know, s some accomplishments or others accomplishments that you'd like to share with relatives, you know, um, you know, we've had a lot of good things going on. It's been, you know, it, it, this is a tough time for any relative. Yeah. Yeah. You know, yeah. Um, I, I, you know I just want to give a shout out to all the, all the, the folks out there who are going through the process of, of becoming learned and schooled and knowledgeable in, in the, in the ways of the conqueror in the courts in the in the course of um time the courts of the conqueror is something that's uh something that has to be it can't be overlooked and our sovereignty is important and so it's good to go for for us to go into those spaces and to to do the reclamation to not just you know you, you know if if they don't necessarily agree with what you're doing you're probably doing it right so just don't give up and um, keep pushing. And the stress is also, you know, the stress is manageable. The, uh, the stress can be real, especially if we were like pushing ourselves, you know, like I had, I drank, I was like drinking Red Bulls uh, every day, like two Red Bulls a day, man. I hope they, they're not even sponsoring this segment. <laughs> but my, my teeth started like freaking rotting out. I mean, like just from stress and from like sugar and smoke and everything else, you know, like just, pushing myself like a train, you know, just like shoveling the coal in, you know? So, you know, I just want to say that like, you know, I, I'm just going to, I'm going to be transparent with my sobriety and my, my, uh, my path and my truth. And, you know, it's like, I'm, I'm still, I'm getting to my one year right now from hey. alcohol and yes. I'll never, I'll never drink again. I don't even know what I was doing, working in a space where alcohol, where I could get alcohol, as part of like a shift meal, you know, it's like, I just try to keep myself, I just try to keep myself like 
out of those situations yes. and, and away from people, you know, that are active, you know, if I, if I got a problem with something, then it's on me, you know, to learn how to take care of that, you know? Right. And that's I what mean, they don't think that you're all that because I mean, honestly, let's, let's, let's step back and, yeah. and just really look at it. Okay. Somebody trying to be sober in those type of environments, thinking that they could remain sober in those environments. Yeah. You yeah. Know, I was, I was I mean, deluding myself. I mean. moments, but it's going through it, you know, and even falling, you know, how do you gain, um, you know, yeah. how do you gain immunity against a poison if you're not, if you, if there isn't some exposure. Yep, yep, yep. There's it's no, like, I mean, it's like I easy. know what it's natural easy. immunity is. Yep. And natural it's, immunity involves taking the venom. Yeah, yep. So it's I, like, I'm not, that's not what I'm encouraging right now. That's, yeah. I, that, I'm not saying that that's, yeah. that's the way, you know. Cause it's not, but I was, uh, I was thinking about like the learned helplessness. Like yeah. you've ever heard, have you ever like, um, talked about learn the learned helplessness and like the dependence on the system and, mm-hmm. you know, That's it's like, the, you think, uh, you think the, you're free, but the it's like, hand, the yeah, hand yeah. of handouts. We've had yeah. this, we've yeah. had this. And, and then it's like the, the spoils of society. And it's like the people that stand against it. It's like, you know, it's like, it's true. Like one of my, one of my, uh, older, you know, one of my olders said to me, that's a good one. I like that. Older. Yeah. They said to me, you know, like if spiritual people are always going to be tested. They're going to be, um, you know, they're going to be, um, uh, they're going to be like, you know, have negative energy directed at them. They're going to consume gonna be, it. They're going to be they're called gonna, all. They'll yeah. be called all kinds of names, mm-hmm. and you know, and the all and um, it's it's not an easy path, and it's because there's so much, there's so much resistance because there's mm-hmm. so many, there's so many of us who are like stuck in that culture in that like. Well, like what I was saying is, you know, I used to have a problem, and I'm like, you know, I couldn't understand, you know, a person's change. I'm, you know, because I kept viewing them from this podium i was sitting on yeah yeah and that it's that part you know um you know it, okay. it the the focus is accountability and sometimes because we are talking about at a cellular level every single cell within this body we have so it's that intimate that we have to get down to that and then sometimes that accountability also includes what's been passed on you know because that healing that each one of us do you know what that healing does backwards generational wise and forward legacy so it's also that part 
because sometimes relatives, oh, my parents never drank my, you know, whatever. I don't know where this comes from. Okay, well, maybe it didn't come from your parents. Maybe it came from your grandparents. Yep, yep. Maybe you were just born into it. And so it's like water. Yes, it mm-hmm. muddy. Exactly. Yep. And back to that accountability is what I'm, you know, like where like I'm you still You still is... can't breathe in muddy water. Yeah. <laughs> Or see, and if you're born in muddy water, it's like eventually, it's like even though you may spend your life there, you know that you know that there's something more. You know what I mean? And it's like if if it wasn't like this, that we had to go into that realm of 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 being taught how to. It's like it's weird because it's like how how to be taught how to be against ourselves. Yeah, how to go against ourselves, and it's only and each other. Yep. And it's only like the stress that, that, you know, that like really keeps us from learning something new that from doing something new, from setting down, you know, the, um, setting down the product. Right. And picking up, uh, a, picking up the pen and paper and opening our eyes to the words because we can, we are all stuck in this, like, and you know, manifesting is yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. And now that it's like, what about, and now it's like, what about one manifesting the, yes. the reality, the yes. new reality, the new par- the new paradigm? And well, it seems like a fantasy because how can it be? How could it be all right after it's all it's been like this for so long? There's a lot to do with forgiveness, you know. Yes, and you know and, that's where that and, that's what that bear teaches us. Yeah, and the, and that um, once you once you're able to recognize the illusion. When you're able to, well, not re- only recognize it, but the accountability, right? Because you have to, you have to have accountability that you've reached some point. You've reached some point that your veil has been lifted. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because only you can lift that veil. You have to get to a point. First of all, so there was accountability, 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 whether it was yours or not, you yep. know, yep. you have to have that accountability for that and um, then have yep. some gratitude. It had, you know, you're going to boohoo all through it. You're going to come up with every excuse in the world to not go through it. You know, that you're going to revert back to you know, uh, other days, you know, you even fall back on your knowledge yeah. and think that your knowledge is correct. When in fact, you know nothing. And whether I did it or not, whether one of my ancestors, whatever, I still have to come back to the realization, actualization that it is accountability for what we hmm. allowed. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We, because it was a collective. Yeah. Like, like we look in India with the whole like Gandhi movement and they, they literally, eventually they, they forced the British out of India, the British rule out of India. Mm-hmm. You know, like there's obviously, there's always going to the be patriarch. people. 
the patriarch remained. Yeah. You know, with their class of citizens right. over there. Yeah, no, they're totally colonized. Yeah, totally. And so that flip side is also ugh, sending up that prayer, prayers, and smoke for theirs that they harmed their own, their own offsprings and turning them into allies. And an yep. ally or a relative. Yep. Yep. Because what we are are we're human beings, right? Correct? We are we're human beings. Mm-hmm. But we are that is our if you want to classify it as race, human race. And we are a collective. So, you know, you got a great idea. Well, I'm glad that you think it's your own, but here's the truth. It it was a collective of your relatives, your ancestors, all of that, but it is others who spoke that into your thinking. You didn't come up with this idea on your own. Quantum physics? Oh, you did that on your own? Yeah. Oh, you came But it's just it. it's just a way to it's just a way of like distraction, like these waves it of distraction. It is. And so we have to get out of that thinking that we have someone to blame. We have to have that accountability. Oh, the white man did this to us, okay? That's just the example I'm going to use, okay? Colonizers, colonization, okay? Right, right. Somebody when was doing this to me. fact, we did it to ourselves. I mean, the thing is, you're right, and there's so much that's unknown. Like, we were talking about this, that me and my one of my mentors, we were talking about this, that people don't realize that there are like so many people that don't realize that Native American people are still here, like indigenous people of this place are still here. They think it's like a, they think it's like a, um, like a story that ended. Yeah, the the yeah. Right, mm-hmm. and that yeah. well, they're all, we're all they're all gone, and now we can take their Chappelle. land. Isn't it great? We have Netflix and D- Dave Chappelle. <laughs> and Dave Chappelle you and Netflix that? are not you, paying our bills you, right now. Did you? Did you? Did you see that uh, one? Just free advertisement. Which which oh, one? Well, right. Which one? Well, which one? You know what? He advertised for us. No, he's cool. He, he's cool. He's cool. He, he he's talking about uh, the natives in Wal at Wal, working at Walmart in Arizona. I think it was. He was okay. like, "Oh, you're still alive." <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, because that's what a lot of people think, that there are no... Okay, here's one. Taino. Don't exist. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. There was only 101 people left that they had counted everybody after they... After uh, Crystal Ball Columbia, the uh, pirate, pirate, and his crew. You know, Columbia. Yeah, Cristobal Columbia. That was his actual B-I-A. name. Columbia. 
Or like Colombia, oh, Colombia. Christopher Colombia. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. After they after they came back their second time, like if you look in Columbus in his um, journals, his personal journals of the trip to the so-called New World, right, or whatever they want, whatever they called it. This after he was thrown in prison for stealing. Uh, you know that I can tell after you. after but... or before. Like when he was still stealing and and kidnapping and <laughs> oh yeah 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 I don't I don't know actually I don't I, I I did he go to prison Yeah yeah he was throwing his ass was thrown in prison That's okay So <laughs> America Now here's the thing this this is it was already the Americas mm-hmm. All right. And we're going back, you know, as tech, you know, we're going back there. That 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 was already what they had called it. I, I so I'm told, right? Yep. And um, so, according to their side, America was named after Amerigo Vespucci <laughs> after Columbus was arrested for. Yep. Stealing. And that embarrassed the queen. So she named it America, according to their colonized story. <coughs> you know, so it came from Italian navigator Amerigo Vespucci. Yep. Bullshit. Bullshit. You know, I got, I had, I had some people heated. You know. Yep. In hip hop. Tell me more. Well. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you love this. Thanks for asking. I love that. <laughs> well, relatives, I got an issue. You know, I ain't no hater. I ain't never been a hater. I ain't never been a gatekeeper either. I've been kept out. I've had gates locked. I've had doors locked on me. I've had, you know, a lot of access denied, you know. and Oh, yeah. Um, I've been doing hip hop. I'm coming up on 25 years here. It'll be here. Um, January, um, first, you know what I'm saying? It, I mean, Illus 99 was the very first show I ever performed. And that was a New Year's, um, show that I did at a very, it was at um, the Ranch Bowl in Omaha, Nebraska, you know, and that was at, at the time a very, you know, monumental, um, <clears throat> you know, spot, you know, very historical spot in music, you know, for all genres, because it was a bowling alley, you know, <laughs> and um, 
That was the very, very, very first show I ever performed at. And I'm not even going to lie, I choked. You know, I, I, people have said, oh, you sound like Eminem, but no, I choked. <laughs> and the um, sound at the event was not very good, you know, because we yeah. had another Illis 99, a couple, well, like it, we had Illis 2000, which was just a week later, but it was at um, Soko Hall, which is still to this day a very monumental music, if you know, a, a venue in Omaha, Nebraska. And, um, you know, we're talking to 450,000 plus, you know, city, you know. Um, <clears throat> anyways, uh, I choked, sure. uh, the sound went out, kept going out. So while people were performing, you know, it would just go silent, you know? So choked, the crowd encouraged me and I ended up ripping it and been doing it ever since then, you know, and yeah. I, I've been feeling so, you know, blessed just I mean, I'm celebrating 25 years, you know, coming up here very soon. And, you know, I've, I can honestly say the only competition I've ever had is really been myself, but my brothers. Yeah. Yeah. In hip hop. In yeah. indigenous hip hop. Yes. Yep. And... You know, I know a couple of females out there, but I mean, just I, all I want to know is if I'm not who I say I am, then just show me <laughs> who, who the she fuck is. Am I right? Yeah, who she is. Just, just show her to me. Yeah. And nobody yet, to this day, has presented her. You yep. know, and yep. so I, I don't feel I have a self. Um, that I gave this to myself, that I named myself this, or you know, or whatever. I just know that it's very hard to do hip hop in Lincoln, Nebraska. Period. Wow. Wow. Then, wow. yep. To do yep. indigenous hip hop huh. as a female. To be a native female rapper. Imagine that. Where I'm from. Mm -hmm. And what mm -hmm. surrounds me. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. They ain't doing hip hop in the Midwest. And those are facts. They do not do hip hop. Here. They do it. But it's not. It's it's not like what you're gonna see on the east or the west coast, or yep. down south. Yep. Definitely not up north. <laughs> you can't tell me they're doing hip hop in North Dakota, South. Do you get what I'm saying? That's not the genre. It's either country. Well, shoot. Uh, the the only uh, the rock. only the only relative I know that I that I could say is is doing music was doing music i don't know if they're still doing it because they were they were, went back to prison was uh 
Clarence One Feather. Clarence One Feather is one of uh, Sitting Bull's last relatives. Huh. Did he Young go man. by Did he go by another name? Because uh, um, uh, I don't know that Wiaka Wanji, Clarence One Feather. Actually, I, I threw a podcast for him. A couple of his songs. I've I've never heard his name. Really, I, I'm gonna have. That's because he was just a kid making beats in his basement, singing his heart, and it never it never went anywhere. Dude went back to prison for, you know, he was he was on the streets and running drugs and ended up going back to you know coming back home and then i met him when he was when he was on the upswing sure going out to the little eagle reservation out there on my way through bear butte and in like 20 what god 2010 Mm -hmm. 29 9 10 Mm -hmm. so yeah so i mean he he passed me like a cd of his uh of his music that he made and i was like just a couple songs, but I've got like this disc that I found in my like old CDs. Yeah, you know, like I go through this process of like. Anyway, but yeah, and, and uh, yeah, I should I should share that with you because you should. I would like to hear them. Shoot, I could pl- I could probably find it right now. Should I should we play one? From, um, uh, I think we should give it justice and yeah, put it yeah. up. You know, because you know when we play music. Yeah during yep. interviews it, you just don't get the best sound and that's true. i i want to i want to hear it you know? yeah I'm, i, I just want to bring it. awareness to like i just yeah. want to bring awareness to him and people like him because his story is not um his story is not the only one right you know what i mean and i know there's some there's some really amazing young men out there who have like Oh, and, turn okay, their re- turn turn women? their reservation turn their but, people but bro, upside down. What about and can, women? Well, I'm just I'm just speaking from my own side of things. Yeah, I yeah. Mean, I'm just uh, okay, but I'm just women, saying my inspiration. Native like, women. <laughs> I'm just saying my my inspirations. If you look around, there's not too many men who are like really right. Native it, right? rappers, right? So, but there but, are people who are are you know taking accountability for themselves and for making a change for their people, and that's really I mean. The, the women are really coming into their power, you know, and um, right. or I should well, say coming back into the power because but really, you know, yeah, yeah. It's well, just I, had, like it's hard. I had a conversation one time so, and this is what they said to me. <laughs> they said, you don't think native girls rap? And I said, no, I know they do. <laughs> you know, I have a different view on it. I, you know, like the native girls around me rap. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I'm a native female rapper. You know? Like, man, we is quick, like, especially where I'm from, we are quick, we're good with them words. You know what I mean? And we will sing you a whole song. You know what I mean? Like, that's how we get at you. You know, whether it's rapping or singing or, you know, whatever, you know, that's our communication, you know, and um, I go, no, I said, no, I know, no, no, where I'm from, that, that, no, that's how we get down, right, you know, and, you know, um, we wear high tops and hoodies, 
Yep. And got our hair in French braids, and yep. you know, um, I just, I, I just know different. And I go, no, I know, I know, I know. And they were like, right, right. You know, there are other native rappers that are female. And yep. what they said to me was. Do you ever think that maybe you just did a good job and that you that it wasn't that you didn't influence because I believe you influence people, right? This is this is just what was relayed to me. They was like, but you know, the 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 biggest form of flattery yep. is imitation. Yep. And yep. they said they knew they had to do better than you. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And they uh-huh. was like, you might want to take it as, you know, maybe you just you really did Reverence. a good job. Yep. Yep. You know, it wasn't that you didn't influence people. But we have a different understanding or understanding, you know, sure. about you know, if you're going to, you know, if this is your position, then, you know, because really that's how a lot of, um, you know, others come uh, out is that they can do it better than you, you know, and that's why they're here. That's why they, you know what I mean? That's why there is, and I was humbled by that, but at the same time, I was, I still know how hard it was all these years and still to this day, I don't even get play on my own Rez's Rez radio. I don't even get, I don't even get acknowledged. Too real. It's too real. You know, and, um, and what, and who is out there right now? Yeah. Listen, the yep. more the better. Yep, yep, yep. yep. Because all this, because, um, you, you know, I mean, you know me personally, whatever, but, you know, this um, male dominance in music, no matter the genre, has hindered women or we on or win medicine yeah and music yeah it's not just music it's in all forms of entertainment every, every, and it's and it's not every, just men just, it's know, not just men's presence it's not just men's presence it's also expectation and fitting in it's almost like the, it's almost like the male expectation of women is like a strange mirror that doesn't fit women societally culturally because women because it's like men come from women right men a man is born from women and then she births herself as well you know a daughter right so you know that's it's just a strange thing because like i see all these people going like reclamation is taking something the colonizers gave us and turning it and saying and uh, giving it our and giving it our name but really all that's doing is doing the same reverse research agenda 
by saying, yes, we claim this that was claimed and claiming it back again. But really, what about, like you said, if you, what happens if someone copies you? It's right. like, it, it can be taken as being a flat, flattering, but it's up to you now to change because that's, that's life. Yeah. Right. And so I don't think that I haven't influenced because I know I have. Um, I just, I, you know, if, 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 if I'm wrong or if I'm really not who I say that I am or others, because I've never said this about me. That's what yeah. is that I had to accept that title that was given to me. And I'm like, no way. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like one day I was just like, you know, that's who you think I am. I mean, you know what I mean? Walking into my spirit and my accolations, my, you know, um, rewards, my, my, um, perceptions, right? Because isn't that yep. reflection? Yep. So, if others think that of me, it's my perception that is being reflected if, if we get down to the get down. You yep. know, if that's yep. what you think yep. of me, that's what I think of me. Yeah. Yep. Yep. And that's that like claiming self-sovereignty is your, your, yes, your, your spaces, you inside of you, um, yes. the heart and mind have to be a lot in alignment. And that's yes, what is wrong. If that is inside of me, right? People are so afraid of their, of their own going without their own end that they are looking only inward and that's like the sickness. It's a self-consuming. Um, yes. You know, yes. like that's like the. I don't like to say these words, you know, but it's like the self-consuming sickness. And I'll just say that much. Yeah. Because you know, words words have power. It's what has power, and people do get better. People do heal. But there's also like you know, you don't think about how pe- someone could be sick for the rest of their life, and they could be just spreading that sickness. And like, I remember when I was a kid, man, my dad, my, my parents used to be like, you know, like always wash your hands. Like don't sit on the public toilets, blah, 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 yeah. stuff, you know, yeah, and I, yeah, yeah. Get it. I was like, whatever, man, everybody does that. Just stop, just stop freaking out. But it's like, now I get it because, yeah. you know, it's like I spent time on the streets that didn't even wake me up. It was like, it wasn't until I started working with the people on the streets instead of like being one, mm. you know? That's really what like, but, but that time spent on the streets, like, I don't have any regrets. I really love my life outside. I love, you being can't. Able to, I love that freedom of being able to travel us, you know, like just like being in the, my traveling robes. You have to accept every bit of it. But you know, like you said, you, I mean, like, like you asked me, it's like, I didn't, I didn't have money in that time. It was like five or six years where I didn't, I didn't work. I didn't have any money. I was my parents separated and divorced and i just went to the wind like all the other kids you know that's why i think eaten by wolves is a great stage name for me 
Yeah. Um, but yeah. I kind of like it. I kind of really like it. Because it's like, you know, you come back wolf. That's how I think about it. It's like if you're eaten by wolves, you come back wolf. So, right. You know, so I like it's I like the thought of that. It's like I like the thought of that pain that it takes. It's like painstaking. You know, and I get that. Like, you, you know, stake out to your stake you out with your pain. You know, you yeah. harness you harness to the universe. You harness to the you plug in like a, you plug a vacuum cleaner into the wall. You plug your heart into the to it to the tree to the mm-hmm. um reality you know the mm-hmm. rocks and the trees and the it'll all be here it's all the same you know it'll all be here right you, it'll all be there when you come back and it's like people just can't take a vacation from their lives and like you were saying like you asked me if i you know how i got through all that and was i like afraid you know i i think i remember being like afraid maybe once or twice when somebody like pushed violence on me but yeah. even then, it was like, I just stay, all I could do was stay in my stillness, and silence made a difference then, you know, the silent uh, intensity. So, so yeah, it's like, you don't know what your strengths are. One cannot know the strength of, of one's will, you know, until you're pushed uh, beyond your limits to be able to have acceptance and understanding for the self. I mean, that's a big part of it, you know, but... I don't remember eating or drinking or sleeping very often. All right. You know? Yeah. And I was alone a lot of the time. Like, I would talk with people, you know? I would I would um, entertain talking with people and, you know, see where people were at. Just anybody. I feel like I could talk with anybody. So, I don't know. I think that that's, like, some of the strengths that one gets from, from having nothing and going without and not being part of, like, the normal normal thing you know is like you get a, an understanding of like acceptance of yourself you get an, under, um, an understanding of the world and then right there you become your own person you yeah. clear out the color c- clutter of the thinking clutter. like once you start like i remember like when i started realizing how like the sweat you know how like a, a really good sweat can leave you spotless you mm. know not not thoughtless in a bad way like right it just leaves you like you know clean. It's, yeah, like it's like a the, slate. Like the slate is clean. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you don't think about your problems, you know, when you're in that heat. All you think about is the heat. You're not you're not thinking about all the worldly problems, you know. When you're looking no, at the trees, when you're looking at the tops of the trees, you know. Me, what I'm saying? I, 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 you know, when I'm in a sweat, I, um, I just go back to the womb. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I yep. just, I just, I just accept it like part of my, my, my birth, part of my development, you know. And so, sweats are a lot easier on women than they are men, you know. They'll always be the um, tough ones in the end, you know what I'm saying? So, sure. um. Noel Grayson is a culture keeper. His knowledge and hunting skills run deep. Thankfully for us, it's his job to share that knowledge with the rest of the world. And for that, we are grateful. I don't shoot a bow because I like archery. I started out shooting a bow because I like to eat. I like to hunt. You know, I'm an opportunistic hunter. If I go hunting and go out, and say, oh, I see a quail, you know. 
if that's what he gives me to eat for that day, that's what I'm going to eat, you know. It's an old, it's an old Cherokee thing, you know, Native American, I guess. My name's Noel Grayson. I'm a bow maker. Okay, I've been making bows since I was a little child, starting out with just a stick and a string. I grew up here in Tahlequah. I was actually born just west of here on a place called Stickross Mountain. Grew up by the river from the time I was about five or six years old. There was tons of cane, there's tons of flint, you know, and that was my toys when I was growing up, just rocks and sticks. See, my brothers always took me hunting and fishing, something I've always done. But uh, my brothers eventually, you know, they just quit making bows and arrows and went on with, you know, being teenagers. I never quit. I just kept trying to uh, make them, just kept playing with them. We're at the Cherokee Heritage Center, and we're, we're in Dillagwal right now. Dillagwal is a village of recreation of a Cherokee village based off of the 1700s, early 1700s, and we try to say 1710, okay? But it's a living history village. We try to get people out here who know what they're doing and know their stuff, you know, to demonstrate and show people this is what we did I teach flint napping to the kids, okay? And I'm teaching them in the most basic way that I can because they're children. They only got their attention for a second. So I sit there and say, you can hit it with rock, hit it with another rock, hit it with an antler. The main thing is angles, okay? And there's gotta be something there to take off. And when I teach adults, I tell them, don't let it get complicated. You're making a stone tool. All you're doing is carving a rock by flaking it. So if you wanna learn how to do it, learn how to flake. Put it right where you want it, and then you hit the antler itself, and you see how that removes the flake. But when I see somebody who has an interest in it, all you got to do is keep that spark going, right? And it's going to build up later. It's a responsibility, you know. I'm a recognized master in doing this stuff, but I still ask people, you know, if I see somebody, I'll ask them, hey, how do you do that? You know, how do you do it? because it may open up a different avenue, something that I haven't even thought of yet. Scott Rackliff, I learned a lot off him. He was an old Cherokee guy that worked out here, and he told me one time, we were sitting around talking, he was, he was a really interesting man. He told me one time, he said, you watch what I do. He said, because one of these days, you gotta do it. You gotta be the one who passes it on and teach it. And I just, I just, I just kinda went, okay. You know, okay, you know, I listened to him. I didn't actually know that I would end up out here doing it. I asked my dad. When I was young, my dad showed me how to make a stone tool. He showed me percussion. But when I asked him about a bow, he didn't show me. He told me. I said, Daddy, how do you actually make a bow? He said, follow one growth ring, get the size and the shape of it, make sure the limbs bend evenly. When I make a bow, I'm trying to make every inch of it bend from right here to right here so each piece of it is bending evenly. And Cherokee, you got, who speaks Cherokee? Understands a little bit of it. Who's ever heard Katuki? Hmm. And what's it mean? Uh, working together. Uh-huh, Katuki. Every inch of that bow was working together with the other side, right? You understand that? 
Now, I know you guys have been on the job where somebody's fluffing off, you know, not doing their fair share of the work. It makes it harder on everybody else. But when everybody works together, it's a lot easier. But I want every inch of it bending so that it works together, Katuki. Everything's life around us, no matter what, you know. When I go cut wood, I talk to that tree. I talk, I mean, you know, people think I'm nutty, you know, maybe because a little bit, you know, but I'll sit there and tell it what I want and what I'm going to do with it, you know. Because I haven't cut wood, bow wood, in a long time simply because we have a younger generation coming up behind us, and I don't want them to sit there and have to struggle to find the wood that it takes. Same way with hunting, you know, you shouldn't, you shouldn't overhunt, you know, which is what we did in the 1700s when we started hunting for uh, skins to trade with the Europeans. We almost took the deer population and decimated it back in the southeast. It's made a, it's made a comeback, but they were really disrespecting those animals back then. I think we paid a price for it. But respecting animals like that, you took that animal's life, you should use every piece of it, and we were good at that back in the day. Now, what I have is sinew, which is a ligament and tendon. Now, I've actually stripped this one down. You can let this stuff dry out, and it'll peel apart just like thread. You know, we were excellent at using every part of an animal. Apologize to the animal, ask forgiveness, but you also give thanks for it. Now you take that skin, you make a hide out of it, you know, make leather out of it, make clothing out of it to warm yourself. You're gonna use that animal's brain because it has a fine oil in it. So you can make tools out of the bones. You're gonna eat the meat, you're gonna take sinew and you can use that to sew with. You can tie arrows on it, you can tie feathers on an arrow with it, everything with the sinew. You see it nowadays, you see people throwing deers out, back straps missing, you know, the horns cut off, the rest of the deer's laying there. Somebody could have used that meat. You know, somebody could have ate it, somebody would have been happy to get it. But we need to teach this younger generation uh, not just to hunt, but the respect of that animal. Anywhere, when I was young, I'd eat a lot. You know, I'd go out hunting, you know, anything, you know. But I'm just not hungry like that anymore. I don't want to take something's life to extend my own. I can look at it for the beauty of it nowadays if I see it out in the woods, you know, mushrooms, anything. I used to think I had to eat everything I seen that was edible. You shoot a bow like this, I mean, there is a way to aim it. My brothers taught me how to aim it. You just look down that arrow, you know, line everything up, right? Line the string up with the arrow. Everything else is about elevation, you know, judging distance. Take that animal quick. You owe it to them, right? You owe that animal the best shot you can give it. There's one right over there far side, you see the fence line? Straight across. Let's see what we can do about educating this little guy. Ooh. <laughs> I think I dusted his butt a little bit. <laughs> Leave some dirt on him. <laughs> I share knowledge because knowledge Back in the day, we didn't place a value on money, on gold, on silver. We had all that stuff back in the Southeast. It was just too soft of a metal for us to use. But what we did treasure, what was a treasure to us was the knowledge. That knowledge got passed down. Nowadays, uh, we place that value on material needs. But having knowledge like this when I was growing up, that's the kind of knowledge I sought. Somewhere along the line, some little kid's gonna say, yeah, he showed me how to do this. You know. I know how to do this because 
he kept it alive. Hello, my relatives. Today is a good day. You know, last week and the week before, I talked about matriarchy, the givers of life, and we're the takers of life, we men. So what we want to talk about now is some of the beauties of the female.
Now, we know, as I mentioned continuously, the woman can stand more pain, has more endurance, and is stronger than a man. Not in lifting weights, but in character, strength of character. But she's also the only living being, get this, the only living being on earth that is purified naturally with the rhythms of the universe. Get that. She's purified naturally with the rhythms of the universe. Wow, it gives me chills. The only living being that's purified after every 28 days, by the way, that's the moon cycle. That's the, how many ribs the buffalo has. That's the basis of the Aztec and Mayan calendars, the most accurate calendars on earth. Because they're based on the universe, just like the female. Now every female knows that when they live in close proximity with one another, their, their rhythm of purification coincides, becomes one. And when they live in a small village, the same thing cycle happens. That's in indigenous villages the world over. Europe was that way until the Holy Roman Empire changed it. Now you should know this, especially you women. But when the Holy Roman Empire invaded the barbarians to the north, which is Europe, we, uh, we found out that what they told the villagers, you know, see the women in their time of purification would honor that and leave the home and go over to uh, an abode or a place where they would all get together and the young girls would wait on them for the four days or five or however long their purification cycle takes. And the men were left and had to take care of everything, take care of the small children, cook, clean, feed, be responsible. Wow. And so when the Holy Roman Church came in with their legions and their missionaries, the missionaries told the men, look at those women over there, they're witches. They're over there brewing uh, witchcraft. And, and then when they come back, they, they put it in your food and that's how they dominate you. You have to dominate them, you know. Here's the Bible that says you're supposed to dominate the earth. This is historical fact. Check it out. I put it very bluntly, but it can be put academically also, so find it out. The main point I'm trying to make, of course, is the woman is purified by the great mystery, by God, by the whatever name you wish. The great mystery. 
But when they're in tune with their, their, guess what else they get in rhythm with? The moon, the full moon. Hence you have that sexist and racist Halloween that denigrates women. That's where it all started. That's how you got Halloween, from what the Holy Roman Church, Holy Roman Catholic Church did in Europe. It's an anti-woman, anti-matriarchal holiday that you all celebrate. Oh, give me a break. Now, the beauty of being purified naturally. We men aren't purified naturally. Maybe that's why we resort to the club. We're not pure. So what do indigenous men do? We try to find a balance with the female. We try to find that balance and we create our saunas, our steam baths. That's how it all started. So that we could try to find out, get a, just a small, small understanding of what it's really like to be purified from within to, to without. Wow, what a concept, huh? Us primitives. I love matriarchy. It's not about domination. It's about balance. Don't care. Thank you for sunshine. Thank you for rain. Thank you for joy. Thank you for pain. It's a beautiful day. It's a beautiful day. Lord, I thank you for sunshine. Can you say the same thing? I'll make sure they 
say your name. I'ma make sure everyone knows every word out your mouth is alive. I'ma make sure that you never come from behind that Double Y, repeater on my thigh, table turns in they just like custard, yours providing your arms and ammunition, why continue the hatred towards me or my people, you don't want a sequel, you'll never be stronger than my voice or pen, I can't help you intimidated by the presence of the street. I'm a native outlaw with 10,000 grandmothers behind me Daughter of the squads, you thought you killed I'm a native outlaw I'm a native motherfucking outlaw I'm a native outlaw I'm a native outlaw I'm a native outlaw Colonizers, choose wise. Peeps to see you too. I hated me so much. All I wanted to do was leave you. I really do miss you. 
and all the time we had I'll never forget you, you took my word on that Now ten months passed and I'm still reminiscing I'm looking back to my childish addiction That was my condition to explain how I was living That made me give up what I was and my rap ambitions Now I stare in this mirror and I'm looking at me So who the f do I see some I used to be? My friend, my friend, gone through hard times We've been down and out and yet we survived My friend, my friend, sometimes I wanna cry So I bow down my head and tighten the closest eyes My friend, my friend, your love to me is priceless It means more to me than money, gold, and diamonds My friend, my friend, you're irreplaceable You can't ever be replaced by any of these foes Now I'm pretending I'm not losing my mind Yet I'm having endless thoughts about you and I
Waka Wanji Raps from the Res The young man right there One of Sitting Bull's last relatives Met them in Little Eagle I am my voice, my prayers, she who walks Mother Earth and sings her songs in all that is sacred, that is said, that is told. I cry for my people, for the world, for it is the world that I carry in my heart, for it is the world that I give life. I am life. I am the flower, the sky, the eagle who flies, the earth, the sea. I manifest all things. This is me. This is me. Embracing all that embodies the woman in who I am. Sharing the most intricate part of my being. I need not validation for what I hear feel, or see. Validation is me. I carry my rhythms and heal from the drumbeat in my soul. All this in the essence of what makes me whole. I am my voice, my prayers, she who walks Mother Earth and sings her songs. In all that is sacred, that is said, that is told, I am the spirit of a woman.
I know who I'm about to say. I said it before, you heard it before. This time ain't like before. Nah, nah. Creator, I'm so tired. And I miss my soul. So I'm feeling what I wanna feel. I understand the loneliness and the need to not feel. I got purpose to fulfill. A job only I can do help me heal so my mother can heal and her mother can heal. Cycle breakers, one of the few not broken by the cycle. Man with the wrong direction, but I'm not lost. But I'm not lost. Creator, can you hear me? I need you right now.
account, protected by your shield. One of the few still own my soul, and my will is mine. Awaken, not blind, tell me, creator, am I one of the cries still heard by you? I need you right now. I need you right now. I need you right now. I need you right now.